Hey everyone, this is Jenny. This is Hillary. Welcome to the Gardens Hearts, a YouTube podcast. So excited you're back here with us. Thank you so much for being here. Today is Sunday. We're recording on Sunday, April 16th, 2023. And if you're listening, then it is on or after April 19th, 2023. This is season five, episode 14. And out of our three categories, today is VIP guest. Yay! 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 Really long time. We're so excited. We have Laura Weinman with us from the African Well Fund. It is April, which means it's getting closer to May, which is when Bono's birthday is. And every year, this is the 21st campaign they had, 21st year that they have been raising money for the Build a Well for Bono's birthday campaign. And some quick stats, and then we're going to get to Laura. Since 2002, They've raised over a million dollars for 314 clean water and sanitation projects and have helped over 335,000 people in 15 African countries. Yay. All inspired by Bono's big initial trip, not initial trip, but I, I mean, because he went back in like the 80s, but. I think first like heavily documented trip. Yes. Yes, first heavily documented and um, with kind of a political side note to yeah, it. Yeah, he went with um, the Secretary of Treasury, actually, right. from the U.S., so right. definitely a political side note. <laughs> For sure. Very big, very big political side note. So anyway, Laura, welcome. Thank welcome. you. It's nice to meet you and see you. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, we have about a month until the man's birthday, so this mm-hmm. is Kind of when we get started, um, World Water Day was recently, so we always try to kind of get started around that same time. Nice to be here. Yeah, we're so glad you're here. So you're a founding member of the African Well Fund, right? Yes, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. gosh. So did the organization actually start in 2002, or is that just the first project date? It's the first project date. So we were on Yahoo groups. <laughs> Of course. Uh-huh. Can you remember that? Yeah. Um, which was a shoot-off from interference message mm-hmm. okay. Um, There's a couple of us who were talking about that trip uh, that you mentioned, and we're like, can we raise money for a well? I mean, that would be cool, right? You know, and Bono showed how much, like, clean water will help a village and people, and we should be able to like not have Starbucks for a month and be able to fund a well. Um, Cause at the time they had thrown out the number a thousand dollars for a well. Yeah. So yeah. we were like, okay. So if we can get a hundred people, $10 each. Cool. So we did, I think that was like late 2002. Um, and I honestly can't remember how much we raised, but it was well over a thousand dollars. And I think the well cost, the project cost over a thousand dollars too, didn't it? So we were pretty wrong on that, or at least whatever Bono was talking about was not exactly <laughs> the, the type of projects that we were finding available for us to fund. Right. So, um, yes. So, okay. So we were successful. There's, I think there's like five or six of us, and we're all over the U.S. Uh, in Canada. And we're like, well, that seemed too easy. Let's keep going. 
And it just was like fate that we had somebody who's good at law, somebody who's good at writing, somebody who's good at graphics, somebody who knows about nonprofits. Like it was pretty crazy that everyone had their own niche and was part of this group. So within a year, we were able to um, become a recognized nonprofit 501c charity. And we started partnering with this uh, company called Africare. At the time, they were out of Washington, D.C. And they've got offices all over Africa. So, you know, we did a lot of research and we found that they actually like keep track of the of the sites that they do. Okay. Um, A lot of places don't. It's like they go in, they build a well and they leave and the wells like fall apart and no one knows how to maintain them Mm. or, uh, you know, there's a war in the region and they get shut down. There's so many like stories like that. So we went with Africare just because they have a presence there. And, um, and like plans, they were able to give us proposals and plans. And it was really a community endeavor, each project. Yeah. So, you know, there's people who are on the water advisory board who live in the community and people like who were actually like doing the work lived in the community and all the supplies came from neighboring communities. And the well was more than just clean water, which we found out pretty quickly, which is like yeah. really badass. <laughs> it's like a place for people to congregate and they used used it to like educate people. Like people don't know how to wash their hands. So they used it how to educate people how to wash their hands. Um, there's a lot of HIV education going on uh, and other things. So it was really a community thing, which is pretty cool. That's amazing. I think that was a really long answer to your question, but <laughs> no, it was the perfect answer. Perfect answer. Oh, so yeah. So we formally did our first build a well for Bono's birthday in 2001 or two, I'm sorry, 2002. Oh, it'll be 2003 the next year. <laughs> we did yeah. one earlier and then we did the first official. Okay, puppy. <laughs> um, hopefully you can't hear mine barking in the back. Uh, yeah, and I think the first one we did was what do you get a man who has everything? Because, like, honestly, like, you don't, I mean, you're not going to give Bono, like, a material, like, I don't like a t-shirt <laughs> or something. Right, right. You know, so what could we give him that was symbolic, but also, like, truly um, encompass what he is, which is, you know, kind and generous and charitable and all of that. I love it so much. Yeah. So you said that there was someone kind of from every role and you're the one that does the graphics, right? I am the graphics person. You're the graphics person. <laughs> you filled that role right in. I did. I don't do it professionally, so it's a nice little outlet. That's nice. Sure. Awesome. Yeah. So every year, so when people donate, correct me if I'm wrong, they can also leave a message. For mm-hmm. Bob, right? And that yeah. delivered to him, right? Yes. So uh, we wanted to put a personal spin on it and make people really feel like they were part of the community, um, part of the YouTube fan community. And also, I mean, people are generous, sure. We like, can you give me 
$10 donation. But, you know, we know sometimes you need a little extra push. Yeah. For, um, you know, what, what's in it for me? Not everybody <laughs> is as gracious. Um, I mean, sure, me too. Um, that came off really bad. I'm sorry. But uh, well, it's like there's a saying that like nothing is truly selfless. Oh, yeah. Because okay. like. I haven't heard that saying, but yes, that exactly. Because it's like, even if you look like, like you still get, even if it's just like a feel good mental reward mm-hmm. for doing something, it's yeah. And in those early days, we didn't quite know what we were doing and we were just asking people kind of blindly for money, you know? Yeah. So um, we had people, oh my God, the first two years we had people actually, they were able to like email in pictures and signatures um all sorts of stuff oh and someone even like a couple people mailed me stuff for me to scan and then I like put it all together like into like a card and printed it out and it was so much work it was, crazy. <laughs> it was crazy um so we did that for two years and then we decided to be a little more well I guess it was 2004 at that point so uh we used like a message board where people could leave their messages. Yeah. And yeah, so we've been doing that since the beginning and every year I download them and I print them out in a different way, however, um, and then make a card out of them. And it's so weird to use the word card because they don't kind of look like your average like greeting card. (laughs) They're substantial. Yeah, Yeah, they're They're works of art. So my parents always raised me to, well, to make presents for people, but to also make cards in particular, because they're more personal. Yeah. Not to say I don't run out to Target and get greeting cards all the time to send out, but, you know, sometimes I like to take the extra time to make something more substantial and something like this, especially. So in the early days, I was an avid scrapbooker. Uh, So Mm -hmm. the cards were pretty scrapbooky. And on a personal level, I think it's kind of cool to look at 20 years of birthday cards yeah. because they've evolved. Like, I I mean, I can't even believe how much they've evolved over the years. And they show, like, the different types of, like, art techniques I'm into that year because it's just, like, whatever I'm feeling, I do. Right. But he, we send them to him. We've gotten a couple of replies from him like handwritten cards I actually have one frame right there that I'm looking at right now and twice I've been able to hand it to him oh that's amazing oh my god so not to like go off and I don't even know how much time we have but (laughs) we did we were able to get a meeting with him in Nashville I think it was a 360 tour yeah 2011 yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I, I vaguely remember. Um. Yeah. So we got a meeting with him, and I think it was five of us, and um, the circumstances were crazy because it was a whole meet and greet situation, and we were way pushed off into the corner because there's like all these like one people and celebrities and whatever over here. Yeah. And uh, basically, <laughs> he walked by us to go to the stage, and uh, Diane yelled African Wolf Fun to him to like get him to stop. 
because we're freaking out because he is literally walking to the stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were all like, Ooh, and I was like holding the card and like uh, shaking. <laughs> and he stopped and he looked around and he's like, I know who you guys are. I know exactly who you guys are. And he like did his famous little swagger around and we're like, oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, and, you know, he did his, you know, thank you, blah, blah, blah. And then he came over to me so I could actually give him the card. And I, <laughs> I opened the card up. This is like so fangirl to you guys. Sorry. But I opened the card up to read it to him because we always had the letter in the front that explains the project that we raised the money for. Yeah. And like how much his fans like gave and loved him, blah, blah, blah. And I was totally tripping over words, trying to read it as Bono's face was like right here next to me reading it. And Diane actually had to finish reading it because I was just like, Aww. <laughs> yeah. but um, that was, uh, that was definitely a highlight of my life. Reading. And he smelled like leather. <laughs> leather, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, usually he always smells nice. Yeah. Well, that was going to be one of my questions was, have you ever gotten any feedback? Have you ever so, given him a card or heard from him? But obviously, you all have gotten some personal notes. And got the personal notes. Um, I got to hand him another card in 2017, I think it was, on the Innocence and Spirits Tour in Madison Square Garden. And that, it was like, it was chaos there. There were so many people. And we had been there a couple of days waiting for him. And finally, like the last day, they were shooting like a documentary. So he wasn't coming out and talking to people because he didn't want to lose his voice. Yeah. Um, but I got right up front. And I was like, here's the card. And he looked at it. He's like, he's like, oh, I love your stuff. He's like, thank you so much. And I was like, uh, okay, I love your stuff. Okay. I love your stuff too. I was like, I love your stuff. <laughs> Thanks, Bono. <laughs> okay. Stuff means multiple things. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So um, he he's aware of what we do. Um, y'all listeners, if you go onto Instagram and go to their just it's African Well Fund, the Instagram page, you can pretty quickly get to the first two cards for sure. I mean, I just barely scrolled and I found them. So um, go look at those because they are bananas. Well, thank you. I mean, they're books. They are books. I've actually like taught myself how to do hand binding to put them together, Um, especially like when it was like more, a lot more people were donating. You know, whenever there's a tour year, we get the most donations. A lot more, yeah. Yeah. So uh, there would be like, 15, 16 pages. Cause I also don't print them super small. I like to use a kind of larger font because I assume I mean he's older. <laughs> and I assume he can't like read super small. So I have do, the best eye situation. And so. they're and they're that too. So I, I do like a, a 12 point font generally, something easy to read. <laughs> I love it. Oh, here's a third card. Okay. Look at all this. Um, and then I can see there's a drawing he did for you all. I see the letter with the boot. Yep, that's the one I'm looking at right now. That that he sent like in the mid 2000s, so maybe yeah. four or five years after we started. God, that was amazing. Was he May 10? Well, does he does he have a date on it? You all posted it May 10, 2020. Oh no, he sent it. I don't know if there's a date on it. But but he doesn't have a date on it that I can see here. 
see. I can't remember if there's a postmark on it. Oh, it's on Temple Hill Letterhead. Yes. That's cool. Oh, okay. So I don't have the original envelope. It came out apparently. Note date. Uh, I think it was around like two five, two thousand five, six, seven. Okay. On the area. Gotcha. So y'all just this is just a later post. Exactly. We haven't posted it. I mean, maybe it, maybe it's further back too, and. I mean, I think we got it before Instagram, so. Oh, we here's have another a, one. We have a pretty. Um, here's another one from 2018. We have a pretty active Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Still on Facebook, and I think last year we posted all the cards in a row, so you could find them. Okay. Yeah, we'll go look at that. Yeah. So that's there, and that's under African Welcome. Sweet. Ever, um, have you had the chance to go to Africa to see a project? I have. Uh, so we've gone three times, our um, organization, different people from them. I went in 2012, I want to say, um, to Benin, which we had just completed a project for schools. So there was four schools that we had um, water wells built, but also latrines. Um, yeah. And it was like, well, pretty far away, but all in Benin. So, and it helped, it um, helped the outer community also, not just the schools. But what came out of that, I mean, it was pretty amazing seeing all the kids, first of all, the, the biggest thing I have in my head is seeing the kids and how happy they are yeah. and joyous. I think people say that a lot, but like happy and joyous and just you could feel the love and kindness coming out of them. And one of the biggest things that like really went through my head was I was, I was watching a group of boys playing with sticks and rocks, kind of like yeah. hockey, but with actual just sticks they picked up. Mm -hmm. And I was like, is this why they're effing happy? Because they're not like fighting over Game Boys or whatever the toys kids play with t these days. They're just like happy playing with whatever they can pick up and using their imaginations and being outside and moving around. It's something to think about. <laughs> I know, right? So that was, that was a big thing I took away from that trip. But I also learned things that I probably wouldn't have learned without like sitting there and talking to people and they did one site did this whole play for us it's so sweet like dancing in this play and it was uh basically thanking us for the water so during this play we found out that kids walk miles to school and back home and during the day they don't have anything to eat or anything to drink because there's no clean water yeah. Um, and then what what they do have, there are actual um, staff there that were doing like feeding and stuff, but they were like, oh, my God, we, we don't even know what to do with this clean water. It's amazing. And then also we had built the latrines, which many of the kids had never seen before oh, um, or, yeah. the, or the community outside. They actually had to put locks in all the uh, latrines because so many people were coming to use them. But not having a bathroom <laughs> is something you never think about in America. But no. listen, they would have to go to the bathroom outside, like in grass and fields, poisonous snakes, wild animals. 
malaria. <laughs> like it is actually not safe, like as safe as we like might think. Plus just nefarious people like yeah. praying, you know, for children. And then one of the plays I did was this little kid going to the bathroom outside wherever in a field and then screaming and then running home to his dad or grandpa or somebody like it was in French. So it was kind of hard to follow, but um, he had been hit by a motorbike as he was peeing. Oh, oh my God. It was in the play for us <laughs> to show like what these bathrooms mean to them. Which like, means it happened. <laughs> which means it happens that they like did a skit about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's insanity um, for us as Americans. So then they, so, and they had to teach the kids how to use the latrines. I mean, it's just a hole in the ground, but. Yeah. I mean, uh, they had to wipe themselves. And then they had to teach them how to wash their hands. And the kids actually showed us, like one of them demonstrated how to wash the hands. And it was just like, wow. Always take so many things for granted. Right. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty life-changing. So that was a great trip. Oh, and there was kids wearing like pop bottles for shoes. Oh my gosh. Because they have to walk so far. And yeah. Yeah. So it was pretty incredible. And then the couple other trips, Uganda and Ghana, um, we've been to. And that's another thing about partnering with Africare, who actually are now Pan Africare. They're Africare at the time, is being able to, they, they can give us tour guides and bring us to the sites that yeah nice so you yeah to have those guides then you all are safe too exactly (laughs) I mean it's just I mean it shows why it was so why this became like Bono's life work right yeah actually yeah because they're not even asking for it and they're just so happy yeah I mean well I mean so one of the schools the the um headmaster principal I don't know what you call him did kind of beg was like don't forget about us you know we need pens we need paper don't forget about us yeah it's a little heart stirring but gosh actually need pens and paper paper in American schools too this is true so I feel like that's a good it's a good time to ask what's the project for this year yes Burkina Faso we are doing a project and it's actually kind of a follow-up to the one that we did for last year in Senegal Both countries, there's a lot of malnutrition and malaria and all sorts of waterborne diseases Mm -hmm. uh, because there actually isn't a lot of free-flowing water. So there's actually an initiative there to cut the malnutrition. So both of these, what we did in Senegal, which is actually on our Facebook page right now, we just posted a five-post series of um, how the project's doing. And like what was done along the way, and now that it's done, how it's being used. So it's really cool. Um, we awesome. put that together, our social media team. But now we're doing Burkina Faso. It's the same thing. It's basically putting in clean water sources that will also help them plant vegetables and fruits. So it'll help with the malnutrition. It'll also help provide a source of income if needed. And a big thing which we also don't think about as Americans is kids don't feel safe going to school sometimes. Like with the latrines, another factor, like girls don't want to go to school if they're getting their periods. 
Yeah. There's nothing, nowhere to go. So, so many uh, girls specifically will drop out of school because, you know, just being a teenager is hard enough and not being able to have that privacy or anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, and then also a lot of kids then are also basically used by their families for, for labor, for back, no, uh, lack of a better word. Yeah. Help, help get the water, help find food, help cook food, help do everything. So providing communities with clean water helps kids get back into school. So they're healthy because they have clean water and not drinking like germs and, you know, they'll drink water that elephants have pissed in because it's like, the, you know, the best water source. Yeah. Like we saw um, a demonstration of basically going to a stream that looked pretty nasty. And there's also, there's no garbage pickup in Africa. So there's garbage everywhere. So going to the stream and there's trash and all they did was like kind of push the algae aside mm-hmm. and a little bit and then scooped up the water. Oh, a drink. So, yeah. so um, wow. yeah. yeah, I know. So like you start like hearing about this and thinking about this and comparing it to your own life. And it's like, well, how, you know, could I not be passionate about it, I guess? Yeah, I mean, thousands. So, yeah. So anyways, so these nutrition projects will help kids get back into school. The infant <laughs> death wreck. I was like, what? Is, it's not baby infant. It's really, really, really high in Africa. Wow. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it's just because their system can't handle the type of germs and whatnot in the food they eat in the water. So this helps that. Good. Yeah. Oh. This project will be 20 grand. Uh, okay. So that is our goal is 20,000 this year. That was our goal last year for Senegal. And we just made it. Um, we do have a matching gift per a person who will be anonymously donating matching gift. Um, oh. So we'll announce when that happens. Uh, so your money can double, I guess, as it were. Yeah, um, of course. This project. So is the best place for people to keep up with information on Facebook for you all? I would say yes. Okay. So we don't keep our website super updated. If you've been on it, you probably see that. I mean, the website will take you to places where you can donate money, which is right. really the main source of it. Um, I would say Facebook is where we keep most of the information. Okay. Um about projects, about what's going on and whatnot. And then Instagram, we do have a lot of content, but you know, you can't write long blurbs about projects there. Right. You can't link to things like blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's kind of just like a quick hit, like, you know, look at these people enjoying their new water well, but then it'll actually like give information about those people uh, looking at the water well. Cool. So have you all started the collecting funds for this year as the donations of the donations started we have not actually okay. tomorrow we were going to announce a fundraiser so we are on the eve right now so by the time this episode comes out yes ma'am can straight to your website and click the donate button.org or they can um donate through facebook yeah uh, we do that also um, but yeah there's a big red donate button on our website that you can get to Awesome. And then when, how long is the campaign for? Um, so generally we go through the end of June because okay. we have a lot of procrastinators. 
Um, we start, I start making the card usually early June and we okay. try to get that sent out by like July. Um, I mean, it really depends if we know if Bono's touring or where he is in the world and what he's doing um, timeline. But yeah, we try to yeah. get that done pretty quickly. Um, so we get most of our donations by the 10th, Bono's birthday gotcha. and on the 10th. And, you know, we do real big social media push. Um, just in case people forget that it's Bono's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know everyone has it marked on their calendar. I mean, come on. <laughs> I, I, I do think there are some people that don't remember it as much as we do. <laughs> but Listen, my husband's birthday is, uh, is May 9th. And the only way I tell you, the only way I can remember that. Yeah. I just learned recently someone's birthday was May 10th. And I'm like, got it. Yeah, I yep. have a friend too. Yeah. I don't have trouble. No trouble there. Any other day of the year, please don't ask me when someone's birthday is. <laughs> no. Not at all. Um, yeah, but we and then we generally have a good amount of stuff flowing in for the rest of May also. Cool. And we'll never turn down a donation, even if someone can't donate till September or October. <laughs> right. You can save it for like the next Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Yep. Um, do you have anything else that you want to add or anything we've missed? I don't think so. I think I talked a lot. You got me after a nap, so I'm very, <laughs> very energetic right now. Um, no, I mean, just I'm really excited about these upcoming projects. Um, it's it's great when it's – I don't want to, like, look a gift horse in the face – it's great when it's not just like a water well. It's great when we're doing like a much bigger project, like irrigation, sanitation, yeah, and drinkable water, um, because right. it's it's really like full circle of what somebody needs and really what is a basic human right, but you know what somebody needs to survive. So that's what those are the type of projects we look for now and and fund. So they're not just a thousand dollars anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean. We've been supporting you all for probably. I recognize your names from the cards. <laughs> but, um, but I mean, on and off for the last 20 years. And it's been an honor. This is, we talked with some of your fellow founders last year. And we're really, mm -hmm. really happy to be able to help spread the word about and all really, of the work that you and how people can help support that. Yes, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much. We do have one thing that we do on almost every episode and it's a little bit putting you on the spot Hillary do you want to ask the the big question we we ask each other a question almost every episode if you were to sit down and have whiskey and cake with Bono what would you ask him <laughs> I would it doesn't have to be birthday well related oh it wouldn't be birthday well <laughs> 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 it most certainly would not so, okay, one, this is probably going to be deeper than you guys, a deeper of an answer than you guys probably meant to have given. Uh, we've asked, we've asked all the questions. We, we, I mean, you'd be, you'd laugh. We get every spec, every, everywhere on the spectrum. <laughs> so, so I get the hard question. Okay. <laughs> it's like, ask me, what is U2's favorite song? No. So one aspect of Bono is his religion, right? And I have always struggled with the idea of religion. Um, I'm not religious at all. 
um, I like to hear about how religion affects his life. And sometimes it's a little like, no, I can't relate to that. But I would probably talk to him about just spirituality, not religion, but spirituality. Because I would love to hear more about how he feels spiritual as <laughs> apart from like, as like part of God. That's awesome. That's a little deep, I know, but. <laughs> and oh, I obviously love it. People I, sometimes are like, oh, oh, oh my gosh. I, there's too well, much. Obviously I thought so about it's not set in stone. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to go, like, if you have an opportunity to ask him a question or talk to him, you don't, you're allowed to change your answer. <laughs> Okay. Well, it depends on, I mean, if there's a whiskey and cake and you're sitting down in a nice restaurant or something. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. If it's like backstage at another thing. It's like, my question would be like, Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> like, no, really? How are you doing? Yeah. Right. What are you guys' questions that you would ask him? Oh, uh, we're turning the tables right back to you. It's flipping all over the place. And it's usually a lot of times we'll be like talking about something in the news or a song or if we're doing we have episodes called Tart Talks where we like really dig into albums. Mm. And we'll usually be like, sometimes it's like, you know what? I'd ask, oh, I'd really want to ask Bono, like, what the fuck was he thinking over whiskey and cake? Like, what like was for that? a song or for like something that they did? Any given, any given small, minute detail that we might be talking about to, you know, the big life questions. It's, they're always in context, whatever we're talking about. And it's a little bit in jest, but mm-hmm. also you never know for real. <laughs> exactly. If we were sitting with him having whiskey and cake right at this very moment, the question I would ask him is why are you having whiskey and cake with us when you should <laughs> probably be on stage right now? <laughs> Eight minutes. <laughs> Eight minutes, exactly. Why are well, you know what was so, and another thing that struck me about meeting Bono, and actually twice now, so I met him giving him the card. Like, twice now I've had, like, a conversation, like, a little moment with him. Yeah. I mean, it's, it blows my mind. Um, so the card thing, we actually had a little discussion about art. Like, he pointed out that the card I made looked like this famous artist that he knew of. And I had just discovered that same artist like weeks before at a museum. And I didn't even realize I was emulating the dude's work in the card and Bono saw it. That's cool. It blew my mind. That's cool. Um, Howard Finster is the name of the guy. Um, and it's funny because I couldn't remember his name and Bono couldn't either. And I actually like kind of punched Bono's shoulder. I, yeah. I, was, I can't remember because I'm talking to Bono. And he like kind of like went back and he's like, okay. And I was like, okay, sorry. Oops. Um, and then the other time I met him, like for real, for real, is um, outside the back doors in Chicago. And he drew me a tattoo. Sweet. And not like his like four leaf clover tattoo, like a pretty significant tattoo, um, which looked like my dog who died a week after that. So oh, he's like prophetic, okay. like crazy prophetic. Yeah. Is. But my point is, um, <laughs> both meetings, he is laser focused in you, in yeah. your conversation. There's so much chaos happening around, so many people talking and screaming at him, but he's laser focused right at you. So if you were, and I guess this goes back to Hillary, if you were like sitting with him having whiskey and cake, he would be like 
and you're like, why aren't you doing something else? He would probably just be like laser focused on you because I'm here with you now and something like that. I can totally see him like saying that. Yeah, absolutely. It is amazing that he is able to do that. It is. And I wonder if he's always been like that or if he had to learn to be like that because he would lose his mind otherwise, you know? Like maybe, I think I remember kind of like in the Joshua Tree era, they were kind of starting to lose their minds because the the fame was skyrocketed and everybody wanted a piece of them. Yeah. He learned to do that as like a defense. Oh, I believe it. I would believe that. Yeah. Around that period. Yeah. And I think like, and just side note, like we've witnessed um, him like, talking with people and like his security is doing that work yes like literally putting up a barrier yes to keep that conversation of safe space even if it's only like 10 seconds right um yeah and actually um one of his security knows who we are i mean it's his job to know who all the like crazy fans are i guess right right he knows that we're not crazy and that you know so he actually kind of helps us sometimes like towards the front of stuff so we can like do what we need to do like ask for an autograph so we can auction it off or give him a card or whatnot yeah because there's like there's a method to your madness like yes yes (laughs) there's a reason reason. we're very respectful like I didn't even tell him I was with African Wealth Fund when he gave me the tattoo you know there's I wanted to keep that separate (laughs) yeah good so I get that well, did you did you get the tattoo? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, I got it a couple of days later. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been amazing. Thank yeah. you um, so for having us. Yeah. And spreading the word. For sure. We really appreciate you yeah. being here. Much. Thank and you for letting me ramble. Yes. That. And good luck with the campaign this year. We will get our donations in now that it's launched. Yes, now that it's launched, yes. Everyone go to AfricanWellFund.org. Click that donation button and just get it done now. You're going to do it. Yeah, do it now. Do it now before you forget. Yep. Sweet. And if you don't know how much to give, I always give just his age. So six, six, oh God, 63. 63. That's a good idea. So I, we started that one year, I think for his 50th. God, that was so long ago. But for his 50th, we're asking people just to donate $50 for his birthday. Smart. And ever since then, I was like, oh, that's actually a really neat thing to, yeah. and not be like, should I get this or this or this or this? 25, 50, I don't know. But at the same time, give us five, we'll take it all. It all adds up. That's how we got started, man, is these little $5, $10 donations all add up. Absolutely. It all adds up. Don't yeah, hesitate yeah. to give five yeah. bucks because that five yeah. bucks is going to add on to someone else's five bucks. Absolutely. Especially sure. with the uh, matching gift. Yeah, for sure. We'll look for that announcement too. Awesome. Okay. Well, I guess it's time to thank say good night. So thank yeah. you for your time. And thanks for all that you do. Yes. Thank you, thank you. And we look yeah. forward to seeing your card this year. Oh, me too. I have no idea what I'm going to do for it yet, but I'm excited. Your inspiration will come. <laughs> Okay. It always comes like Diane starts to get really nervous. Like, are you doing the card yet? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. And then one night it'll just pop in my head. So Yes. 
and this year our theme is in the name of love good I feel like that's the title something like that Hillary of this yeah the, the second I was just thinking to myself it's like our titles it just comes to me and then you said in the name of love and I'm like well there you go yep our titles for our episodes I do that stuff and sometimes I wait to the last minute because I can't think of anything and then boom yep. boom it's there and we're shocked we've never used it before we went back through all of our archives because we all we take pretty much every single name of one of our fundraisers are a lyric yeah we'd never use this one well and it's just feel with like the songs of surrender and stuff it's perfect in that too yep it's perfect so awesome well good night for now we hope to run into you somewhere in the youtube world in real life thanks again and when we'll uh we'll talk to you soon great thanks guys Bye. We'll be back next week with more YouTube-ish content. In the meantime, keep chatting with us on social media at the underscore Garden Tarts. Sign up for our newsletter at thegardentarts.com and share with your YouTube friends. You can support us on Patreon, buy me a coffee, and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Kissing Lips and Breaking Hearts, a YouTube-ish podcast with the Garden Tarts, is created, produced, and edited by us, the Garden Tarts. Intro and outro music by December. See you next week.